0: Thanks for listening to The Beard and Bun Show. I am co-host, The Beard, and this week's episode, we dive into a little bit more personal things about The Beard's life. The Bun asks some questions, and we dive into how I got to where I am today, and where I'm from, and a little bit about my uh, things that I struggled with throughout my life, but also things that brought me up. We appreciate you listening, and we hope you will come back for more.
1: Welcome to the Bearded Bun Show. I'm the Beard. I'm the Bun.
0: And we're back for another episode.
1: Thanks for tuning
0: in. Thanks for tuning in. Happy
1: huh? freaking Friday. If you're listening to yeah. it on the day it comes out, Fridays is the best
0: days, baby. I mean, is it? Is, it would be. It's Friday. Friday. I had to do a little little tidbit of singing there all right i'm gonna i'm gonna count. Ca- <laughs> friday that'll count as one i'm gonna count how many times you sing it's all a right, nervous right. tick that you have it's not ner- it's not nerves right there i just that was rebecca black friday dude we I should try to we should try to get she was a viral sensation for one we should try to get her on here <laughs> she's crazy now though she's crazy <laughs> Crazy's okay. crazy is okay good content <laughs> <Damn Two. laughs> it. all right all um, right but yeah so thank you for tuning in and listening to us again Hey, stick around. At the end of this episode, I got a little gift for you. Yeah. From uh, one of my proud sponsors over at BetQL, MGM. We got something, a little giveaway for you. Just tune in. End of the episode, we'll give you that giveaway. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. If not,
1: don't be mad. Yeah, he's sponsored by MGM. They gave us a little something something to give away. So. A little something something exclusive to the beard and bun show. It drops on Friday when this episode comes out. This gift is available. Yep. Uh it's not a one person gift, right? No, no. It's, it's it's all weekend. It's anybody that wants it and it's all weekend. That's all you need to know. Yeah. So listen to the end. We'll give it away at the end. Yep. And don't jump forward no. because that's just disrespectful as hell. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I lost yeah. my voice a little bit. Just got back from vacation. Went to Florida Bama, pulled a hamstring, got a mm. solid bruise here, a hole in my thumb here, and I made great decisions. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. About. I, I was actually out of town
0: myself this weekend. Uh I was in North Carolina in a flag football tournament. And uh Yeah, yeah. So we were both out. Did you ball out? Beard and bun. I always ball out. I always ball out. That's that's have you ever pulled a remember. hammy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, ah, man, I've never pulled a hammy like this. I man. look like a hammy. <laughs> 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 I've definitely pulled it, <laughs> dude. I, I uh, was I I was on a foot oh, race. Oh, you're talking about like the muscle?
1: Yeah, yeah, the muscle. Oh, we thought it was like pig. Like when you like like when fat. you try to like spit game at the deli counter and be no, like, yeah, I've uh, pulled some ham.
0: I know. I've just I built like I get it. I, yeah. get it. Yeah, okay. I get it. Okay. Well, great. <laughs> I won the foot race, though. You won a foot race. Yeah. What do you What do you mean? Did that's y'all how race? I pulled my hamstring. Yeah, it was like a foot physically race.
1: raced. We had We had um like a oh, wow. kind of like a beer Olympics on the beach. Oh, the beer and, Olympics sounds and then, fun. I don't know. I just saw all these guys lined up, and someone said, "There's two hundred dollars on the line," and so I was like, "I'm getting on the line," Dude. and
0: I won, <laughs> but at what cost? And it's that's you. Anytime you compete in something outside of your norm, you pull that hammy. Nah, well, because then that, when you tried to
1: play football with that me was a my few growing. years ago, oh, it was your growing. Same okay, okay. same leg, though. Oh, okay. Same leg, You though. got a bad leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. little tink-tink. There was one, There, <laughs> I got one quick story. All right, quick story. Um, and then we're going to get into something, but, all right. so, <clears throat> I, was, I was, it was a work event, and we all had hotel rooms, and one night, it was late, I walk into a hotel room, everyone's playing a game called Left, Right, Center. I'd never heard of this. It's like a dice Mm. game. Oh, okay. And um
0: I was thinking of baseball, (laughs) like left field, right field, center field. That's definitely not what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So they were playing left,
1: right, center, and there's like a pile of money in the middle of the table. They're rolling dice, and I was like, I'll play. I'm interested. So I sat down and I mean, I wasn't I was not I didn't know the it turns out it's a very, very simple game. Very simple. I just had no brain cells left. So I was like, I don't know. So I was wearing two pairs of sunglasses at night inside playing this game. So every the the girl to my left was telling me what to do. And I was just like throwing the dice whenever she said, well, at some point I rolled a dice. Everyone started screaming at me and they were like, you won. And they just started shoving this money at me like a pile a pile yep. of money. And, and your took, brain cells weren't processing at that time? I took both time? pairs of my glasses off, and I said, I don't even know what we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't really know what we, other than left, right, center. But that was. Did you,
0: did you lose yeah, they, the money? Yeah, I got to keep the money. Okay, but you didn't lose it. Like you know at, that, they, at that point, you're like, and for that, The game I'm was over. It was over. Yeah. You lucky son of a bitch. This
1: dude, I swear. <laughs> no, I, it's all about, um, you know. I, I, uh, what's it called? When you think about something and you make it come true, not materialize, but, oh, I manifested it. Oh, I okay, manifested okay, that win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. a Drunken
0: stupor. Uh, well, <laughs> or that's drun- okay. Or a drunken stupid. I mean, it could be the <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. A drunken stupid. <laughs> a drunken stupid could work too. Um, But yeah. Well, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I, you know, I was watching some of your Instagram, uh, videos and, uh, I mean, I saw you got lost. And then I also saw a beer can fell off the balcony. A full beer. That maybe. was an
1: actual honest accident.
0: Oh, so that, that wasn't on purpose. No. As I was gonna say, you could have killed someone. I know. I was
1: on the <laughs> 11th story. And Ooh. I was like, I was filming. like, And then I just set the can. And when I went to crack open the can, it slipped because there was a slant on the guardrail. Yeah. And I didn't even open it. And it just went, boom. And I was like, oh, no. And there was like a <laughs> two-second pause. And then you, you could just hear the can hit some, the ground. There's some third world countries that thought they were being nuked. <laughs> I felt really bad about that because it was a work trip and I was like. Oh, you that's... wasted a beer. <laughs> yeah, I wasted a beer. Did you feel I bad
0: it was a beer. work trip or that you wasted a beer?
1: Can it be both? It can. It was is both then. Yeah. Rest but in peace. Anyway. All right. So <laughs> this episode, we obviously don't have a guest and we haven't talked that much about like who we are. So, I'm gonna interview
0: the beard over here. Uh, in case you're curious, that's me.
1: It ain't me. If you haven't been listening long, me. yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna interview him a little bit. Um, and then right before we jump into that, I'm gonna go ahead and give you something because I got you something. Notice this long drink bucket. Yeah. They finally sponsored us. Just kidding. No, they didn't. Unofficial. But I got
0: a bucket. We we got a bucket. We bought a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> so, we sponsored them <laughs> again. There you go. Oh, but long drink. We
1: did see you. Uh, you you commented on our last post on Instagram. Yep. Totally appreciate that. We're um, still here. Hopefully, I gave the sales pitch correctly, and um, and the history lesson. You gave us a follow, and we appreciate that as well. So,
0: until our sponsorship. <laughs> Open. that was good by both of us on time we've, we're getting good at this few episodes in and we've got the can open down i'm gonna
1: manifest that sponsorship i'm gonna brains are so strong so much energy all right here we go all right all right thanks for joining me today sean hey aka the beard i appreciate that chase um, aka the bun let's just get right into this question why do you have a beard
0: You know, have you honest, ever thought honest, about that? Honest answer? Yeah. I've never, never really thought about it, but I have a few theories. You have a theory? I have a few yeah. theories.
1: Well, no, think. actually think about it. Oh, Did yeah, you yeah. start growing and then you were like, I'm too lazy to shave? Or was it like, like, I want to
0: have the longest beard so in school? Or no, like so what? I really I didn't actually grow a beard, I couldn't grow any facial hair in high school at all. So I didn't have any facial hair in high school, and then like my freshman year of college, I really couldn't grow much of a beard. It was more of just like some, some like stubble, like five o'clock shadow, the pubes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I really got heavy into to drinking and drugs, <laughs> and, and then deep. it was like, boom, beard. I'm like, what? Like, so so then at that point I'm in college. And I don't think I owned a razor at that time because it just came out of nowhere. So I was like, well, I'm a broke college kid. I guess it's just going to grow. And then it just continued to grow. And as it grew, it got annoying. And I finally started going to a barber and doing this. And they're like, you know, you could buy a razor instead of come to me every three days. Like I was literally going to a barber every three days. What do you use with a razor when you have a beard? Like, like edging up? Yeah, it was like more of just like, you know, cleaning up a little bit. And then he was like, he was telling me to get some of these clippers and stuff. Like there was a lot of things that he was telling me to get. He goes, you know you can do this, it'll be a lot cheaper than actually coming to me every three days. Um, I was going to the barber every three days to get my beard cleaned up. Man, um,
1: doing drugs and going to the barber yeah. every
0: three days, it's not smart. No, it's not smart. Uh, I mean, of those three things, I only do one of those every three days now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's um, good. Uh, I don't do drugs at all. (laughs) The kids Uh, who are listening uh, at home,
1: doing drugs and alcohol is not
0: the way to grow a beard. If you need
1: a beard, that's not the way to grow a beard. Well, I was
0: talking about I don't do drugs, and I don't go to the barber every three days now. (laughs) You just have a long drink every three (laughs) days. I just drink a a drink every three days. That's fair. But no, like, it's so weird, like, I don't know. Like, nobody else in my family really has it. Like, my brother Brandon can grow it now, but it's not the same That's as this. That's true. No one, no, yeah, no one And then one my else. dad can grow it, kind of, but it's not like this. And then, like, Brian can't grow it at all. It's, like, patchy. It looks, like, literally, like, a blind person went out and cut the grass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, here's one, here's one, here's one. I don't have to worry about he him. You got getting, that Helen Keller? Yeah, yeah. I don't have to worry about him listening to this, because or hearing this, because he's not going to listen anyways. So, um, it's patchy you know so that's what his is i got a pretty big patch right here yeah grow, yeah and you know there's a lot of opportunity with this beard i mean one it's it's given us the opportunity to be called the beard and bun show i mean what well, you know it, what
1: i think what makes a strong beard at least like go ahead yeah you're obviously you have a strong beard but sitting here looking at your beard yeah during this i'm i'm kind of looking at what makes a beard a beard this it grows up high on the cheekbones it does like i feel yeah. like if you have a beard that only grows from the like your jawline and down you know? Which like I've got a chin strap, it's not a beard. Yeah, so it's it's yeah. supposed to be on the jawline. Sure. But also that's all I can do. And then <laughs> second of all, but like if it just grows like chin down and then a mustache, it it's not the same as like yours yeah. kinda comes up towards the cheekbones.
0: Yeah. And it makes it just look way more full and thick. Well, it I mean there's no there's no denying that this bad boy is, is, is thick. I mean you you get in there, it's you, things can get lost. Um, Let me touch it. Go ahead. I mean, that's a beard, man. Yep, go ahead. A handful of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a first. Yep. I lied. I mean, people do that all the time. It's weird, like, when you have a beard, too, like, people, there's two things. There's two scenarios that happen, okay? The first scenario that happens with a beard is everyone's like, man, you got an awesome beard. And then, like, they'll either touch it or just stare at you for a minute and kind of look at you. Or... There's the second thing, and it's like a fraternity almost. And it's other bearded dudes. <laughs> and it's like, cool beard. And they'll, like, knuckle you up. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. and It's just like, you know, like the Jeep thing. Like, when you pass a Jeep, you have a Jeep. Yeah. So, when you pass a Jeep, like, y'all wave automatically. Yeah. It's the same thing with a beard. It's like, you pass someone with a beard, and it's just like, cool beard. That's what small <laughs> guys do. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know well, that. you
1: walking through Kroger. I'm serious.
0: <laughs> you kind of just, like, nod at each other, like. Yeah, so that's what, when I'm walking through Kroger. That's the same thing that I do with the old lady that's in the same sweets aisle as me. I give her a nod, like, "Yeah, I <laughs> give want that," those dabs <laughs> and keep the cookies. I want lady. that. I want that. Give me that. Give me that. So, yeah. but yeah. So a beard is almost like a weird frat.
1: Like that makes sense. That makes um, sense. It's to say something like not a lot of people have, and that makes sense. But it's a conversation so,
0: starter. Yeah, that I mean, helped. It started this one. <laughs> it did. It started. The, it helped start the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know if I'll ever get rid of her completely. I mean, I think I'll have it forever at this point. I think it's good. I, I mean, I, I I don't think I w- ever want to see your chip. I, I, I look like a 13-year-old, a creepy 13-year-old at that.
1: <laughs> All right, next question, Next one. if you don't
0: mind. Um,
1: okay, so let's talk about where you're from. Okay. Start,
0: like... From the beginning. Like the genesis of me.
1: Yeah, you know, don't don't make it last an hour, but no, I you got know. you.
0: Um, so when a mommy and a debt, no, I'm just kidding. Here we go. <laughs> no, so I'm originally from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, long, actually, I'm from Hueytown, Alabama, but to make it easier, I say Birmingham. It's about ten minutes from Birmingham. Uh, my whole hometown actually filed for bankruptcy. Um, that's how bad the hometown i'm from who, is who, <laughs> um who was who was lending them money oh you... like the city or the whatever the, i don't know if it's a city or the county but that whole area filed bankruptcy like that's how bad it was um and uh solid you know solid economy i mean we got some solid people from there if you're a big nascar fan the allison brothers um are from there Old bobby allison i know some of y'all that listen like nascar if you're not a nascar fan maybe you're an nfl fan we got Jameis Winston.
1: We talked about him, the, yeah. Crab, yeah. the crab thief. The crab
0: yeah. leg stealing, wheeling and dealing, son of a gun. Yeah, Jameis. That was, that was um, early in the. In eating the, the yeah. W. Uh, he's there from where I'm from. That's about it. And then me. Um, We got Isn't out of there close
1: to where Yellow Wolf was from? I thought that's what you were Yeah,
0: saying? so Yellow Wolf's about, uh, about 35, 40 minutes from there. But we all, so it's weird because we're all from like suburbs of Birmingham. Nobody ever claims. It's weird. Like if you live within like a 30-minute. 45-minute radius of Birmingham, nobody ever tells you where they're actually from. They always just say Birmingham because sure. it's bad. Like, Birmingham mm-hmm. itself is pretty bad. I mean, it's one of the highest murder rates in the nation. But also, like, the the outlying cities or the outer cities, um, they're just as bad. Like, it's, it's literally, it's like, you're good, and then it gets bad, and then it gets worse. Is it like, um, is it like, Thuggy or is it like white trashy, like trailery?
1: Because there's different types of bad.
0: All of it. In Alabama, you get all of it. Yeah. You get sense. you get the drug dealing. You get the the just. Is Birmingham?
1: What's the capital? Is Birmingham the capital?
0: No. Uh, um, I wish you wouldn't ask me that. <laughs> Mobile. No, I think it's a uh, Montgomery. Montgomery. Montgomery.
1: Yeah. That yeah, sounds. Yeah. That sounds.
0: I think very yeah. old fashioned. Um, anyways, so. But yeah, but I, I you know. Uh, OK,
1: so you were. All right. So born when did there, you come to Tennessee?
0: Yeah. So make you the short version. We lived there. I lived all over the state of Alabama. I went to like 10 different schools in Alabama from kindergarten to second grade. Um, but Jeez. before I even started school, we moved to uh, Louisiana. We moved to Baton Rouge for six months while I was a baby. Moved there, moved back to Alabama, and then when I got to second grade, like ish, um, we ended up moving to Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, I lived there from the time I was in second to the last six weeks of my fourth grade year, and then the last six weeks of my fourth grade year, we moved here to Middle Tennessee, and I've been here ever since. Uh, we almost moved again my senior year of high school uh, to Orlando, Florida. But, would you uh, have
1: gone, or would you have tried to stay? I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't have had a choice.
1: I mean, you were almost an adult at that almost, point. Almost.
0: But I, I mean, I didn't have like the financial. Yeah. Like, but I I talked my dad out of it. I mean, I was still playing ball. I, I had a lot of opportunity for me. And uh,
1: well, I'm glad you stayed.
0: Yeah. If I wouldn't have stayed, I don't know if I'd ever met your sister. Yeah. <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> Which sure. means I wouldn't have met you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Pretty sure that wouldn't have happened. And we wouldn't be doing this. Okay. So but then, yeah. so obviously everyone knows you like football. It's all right, but you, but you <laughs> didn't start with football, right? You started with baseball. Yeah. Is that so, right? uh, and
0: then, believe it or not, I was actually a stud baseball player. Uh, what position? I, I was a pitcher. Uh, then I also played shortstop and second, middle of the field. Played some outfield, and I was a catcher. But I was my main thing was pitching. Um, I was a stud pitcher. I mean, I played against some good, good guys like David Price, Sonny Gray, guys like that in high school. So you were um,
1: you were a high school player?
0: Yeah, I played a little bit in high school, but then like freshman sophomore year it just wasn't for me anymore. Uh I wasn't allowed to play football growing up cuz my I was they were scared I was going to get hurt and they didn't want to hurt my arm and football was the devil, you know, like waterboy, foo's balls the devil. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love Vicky Randocor, she showed me how to
1: I think that counts as your third singing. I know that wasn't singing, singing. but that was close enough. (laughs) But
0: I wasn't allowed to play football because it was for the devil. Or foosball was for the devil. And uh, they just didn't want me to get hurt. So they wanted me to play baseball, um, which I liked it at one point. I just now started watching baseball get on TV. But, um, like, so I had to, like, sneak a bag, like, my Mizuno Mm -hmm. baseball bag, Mm -hmm. like, my parents thought they would drop me off for baseball practice. But they were dropping off for football. So you had your football gear in your baseball bag? Yeah, yeah. They had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so what did what appealed to you about football and what discouraged you from baseball? Um whether it be what like appealed? maybe maybe it was like S- natural
0: skill, maybe it was you were no, angry. And you natural to hit people. Or natural maybe... skill was baseball, like naturally gifted at that. Um, does that help? Did, do you think playing baseball helped helped your arm develop as a quarterback? Yeah, but the thing is, is like, yes and no. I don't know. It's different. It's a whole different throwing motion, almost. But like, I think the reason I played football was just because that was the one thing I wasn't allowed to do. <laughs> That makes sense. So I decided, teenager, yeah. like, I wasn't ever allowed to play it. So I'm like, to hell with it! I'm gonna play it. Like, I'm gonna rebel. I'm gonna play this. Like, I was allowed to play basketball. I was allowed to do anything else, but I wasn't allowed to play football. So I finally just got to the point where I said, to hell with it! I'm playing football. Um, I loved watching. It. I've always loved watching it on TV. Like, so how'd you break it to your parents? I didn't. You were like, hey, come to my game. Uh-uh. Oh,
1: not at the baseball field.
0: I got in trouble and Ow. my Ooh. so i had too many people in my car and my dad saw me driving down warrior drive he d- just so happened i don't know my dad never went down warrior drive we were going to taco bell before game and i was driving down i had eight people in my little ford mustang convertible uh <laughs> i had the top dropped and we were just riding down warrior like no problem at all <laughs> um and my dad somehow passed me and uh didn't tell me but when i got home that evening, uh, he took my keys, and all my stuff was in the trunk, and ah. that's how it all developed.
1: <laughs> Probably didn't go over too good. No, it was all right.
0: It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. I was more in trouble. <laughs> I'm glad it kind of came out of that way, because the yeah. thought wasn't football. The thought was, you had eight people in your car, you dumbass.
1: <laughs> you were getting Taco Bell before a game.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, like that a- wasn't our game. Like, okay. It was uh, I you know you how so you know how at Riverdale they because you went to Riverdale, yeah. So they have a freshman team and then they have like the upper class yeah. team. We were going to watch a freshman game, like, okay, and we were a sophomore at this point, so we were going to watch a freshman game on Thursday night, um, and that's kind of what happened.
1: Okay, I thought <laughs> you were like saying that was your pregame. No, deal, and no, I was no, like, no, 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 hell man, no. Coach Rankin,
0: hit? Coach Rankin was baloney sandwiches and spaghetti only. Spaghetti, I've yes. heard the
1: spaghetti. Yeah, I hate I think spaghetti. They still of that. Do that? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they do. I you mean it carve we up.
0: Was, well, uh, Coach Field uh had a sponsor with somebody t- uh to always have spaghetti on deck. Like it's not a bad it.
1: move just because I hated it. Carve I it was up. eating it all the time. I love spaghetti. I used to. Yeah, fair enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's how so it then, became so then you went to love. college and um, went to college. You things, played ball in college. Not very long. Uh made some bad choices, got hurt. Uh, did you get off the team because your choices or because of your injury choices? <laughs> That'll happen. Um, made some very bad choices. Uh, you know, up until I was in high school, or excuse me, up until I was in college, I had never drank, I'd never partied, I never did any of that. I was strictly like school. That's why your beer hadn't come in. That's why my beard hadn't come in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I was strictly school and sports. Like that was that's it. it. Like I would hang out with friends and stuff, but I was like my hanging out with friends was like, you, you've seen the sand lot. You know how mm-hmm. Benny was like, nah, let's hit the field today. Everybody else yeah. is wanting to do something else. That was yeah. me. Like, I was always like, nah, let's go. We can go over there across the street. There's It's a dead end. We can go play football on the road. Like, we can go play two in and touch football. Or, yeah. hey, there's a cul de sac right there. Let's go play baseball. Or, who's got the hoop? Let's go play basketball. Like, yeah. I was always sports and I was I was straight edge as can be. Never had an issue. Uh, and then, like, without getting into details, one of my. Best friends passed away, and when he passed away, uh, it really messed with me mentally. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he was like, uh, like you're Austin and Dylan. Like, I had known mm-hmm. him since we were. I was in fourth grade. Like, I grew up with him, and he was my next door neighbor too. So every time I would come home, I saw that. But uh, like, so that mentally messed me up. I couldn't find ease in my like depression, so I started fill, filling those gaps with uh, alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. And then when I got on that, I started making some terrible. Terrible choices. Was that um, do you think that was like one of the best relationships you had in your life? Like, at oh, that absolutely. Point? And then once it was gone, it was one of the few like real, you know, you, you now today I have great friends. Like, don't get me wrong, like mm. my friends today I've got a solid group of friends, but like at that time period, like I was in transition, you know, when you're transitioning from like high school to college. There's a lot of moving pieces, like some friends are going here, some friends are going there, some friends are doing this, some are doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of transition. But, like, there's some people that are constants. No matter what happens in life, whether they're here or there, they're always constant. And he was one of those constants uh, that was always here because mm-hmm. I'd known him since fourth grade. I mean, we, he went on family vacations with us. We went to things together. Mm-hmm. I mean, we... we <laughs> I got some dumb videos of us thinking we were WWE wrestlers. We used to record weekly episodes <laughs> of us wrestling on the trampoline. We would have entrance music with boom boxes. Yeah. Uh, and, like, full out. We would be on the trampoline wrestling. We'd have gear and stuff we'd wear. <laughs> like, we would do everything. Like, so I had all those experiences with that person. But, like, that was, like, the first time, I think, in my life. You know, because I grew up, I'm not trying to, like, entitle myself but I grew up kind of spoiled like I did I had everything I ever wanted like Mm -hmm. my dad always worked his ass off to take care of us uh I mean there were sometimes he would miss things that we were at but like he worked. you did yeah oh I had everything yeah I mean physically yes and at that time mentally because I never had really faced any adversity Mm -hmm. um but I also struggled getting close friends because I moved so much as a kid right like so it was hard to get close to people but that was one of the few people there's like a handful of people From those days, like, Jonathan Barden and them, like, Brandon George, who, rest in peace. But, like, those guys I grew up with. Like, those were my core guys. Um, But, like, when he passed, like, I mean, he he hit a brick mailbox on a motorcycle. When he passed, uh, that was the first time in my life that I had faced life adversity. Mm-hmm. I had never faced any adversity. Into, I mean, getting in trouble as a kid, that's common adversity. Like, that's things that happen. Like, sure. getting in trouble at school, getting a bad grade, I mean, staying out too late. Like, that stuff, that's that's adversity. And a football game or a baseball game or a sports game, whatever it is, like, you face adversity in all those moments. But the first time that I was faced with life adversity was after I graduated high school. Um, and it was in July, and uh, this, this accident happened, and it, it I didn't know how to deal with it. Because I'd never, I'd always been given everything I wanted. So in that moment, and I didn't have a relationship with Christ, uh, not trying to dig too deep into that, but I didn't at the time. Um, So it's like I didn't have anything to fall back on. So I didn't know what to do. So in those moments, like I thought I was alone. And I wasn't. I had some people in my life, but I didn't know what to do. So I was trying to fill this empty gap to make the pain go away. Mm -hmm. And I thought. You know, maybe a pill can do that. Maybe a beer can do that. Maybe a, a handle of whiskey can do that. Maybe some drug can do that. I don't know. Something, mm-hmm. you know, something like that can fix that void in that gap. But it, it didn't. It made things, honestly, worse. It would fix it for that eight-hour stunt or stint that I was yeah. under it, the it influence. Would, it would
1: numb it, but it wouldn't change it.
0: No, honestly, it probably almost hypersensitive. Like, it made it worse. Sure. Uh, because when I came back to reality the pain was now double. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like that was like the first relationship with a friend that I had. Now I've, I've lost several friends since then. Uh, you know, as we get older, that kind of happens. I've lost a lot of teammates and lost. I mean, I've lost a lot of people in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been, that was the hardest thing I've ever like had to go through. And my 21 years of life at that point, Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know how to cope. I didn't know how to deal with it. But yeah. I mean, that's an age where it's like,
1: you don't always, I, th- I think it's common for people to not know how to cope with, yeah. with something oh, yeah. like that big at that age, you know? Yeah, yeah.
0: So. Well, especially since I've never faced anything like that. Yeah. Like, I was always coddled. I was always babied. Like, mm-hmm. you know, my mom was always babying and coddling us. She took care of us that way. Mm-hmm. And then my dad would spoil us because he, you know, which is nothing wrong with that. My parents are great. I love my parents. But, like, those things enabled me to know how to deal with loss. And I don't think anybody knows how to really deal with loss when it happens. Um, the coolest thing that ever, I, I hate to say cool in this scenario, the coolest thing that ever happened in this is I think my mine and my dad's relationship did strengthen a little bit. Because my dad also lost his best friend. Uh his so my brother Brian is named after my dad's best friend. Really? Uh, his so his best friend's wife. Uh your, your dad's best friend's yeah, wife. Yeah. Uh was with some other dude on the side and then they ended up murdering my dad's best friend. Jeez. So please. like
1: it oddly. On purpose? Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um it oddly brought some camaraderie almost to me and my dad to where we had something like a common thing. Yeah. Like we found a ground to stand on. Like he knew he, my dad's never been good about expressing emotions. Mm -hmm. He's never been good about like being that whole pat on the back. Like it's going to be okay. He's kind of just like been in the background and be like, if you need something, I'm here, I'll help you out. And then like, He'll come up, give you a hug, and just be real quiet and kind of move on. He's not, a, he's not a man of a lot of words in those situations. Right. But that was a moment that I felt like him and I, like, he understood the next. He knew what I was about to go through was going to be rough. Mm-hmm. uh, And, like, alcoholism and stuff runs in my family. Like, so he knew, like.
1: He knew it was coming. He
0: knew it was time. Like, he, he was not surprised, which helped. Like, because he was like, buckle up. Uh, he, I've he heard knew. some
1: of, I've heard, a, I've heard a, a, decent bit of that story, but I've, I've never heard the,
0: that, your dad's, implications yeah. And, yeah.
1: and, and his side of it, right. and, and how that strengthened y'all's relationship. Yeah, that's wild. I, I think, and
0: I think honestly, without this happening, I don't know. I mean, I think my dad and I would still be having a, a relationship where we talk, but I think this is something that really, it really, sparked something that way. We had common ground for real. So. And that's one of those things
1: where um, suffering doesn't it have to end in suffering, uh, nah, right? Nah. No, I'm great. There's <laughs> yeah, there's something that there is a there is something that that bloomed from it, and that that I did not know that man. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that's it's wild, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that, bro. I don't remember the OG question that you asked there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's where we went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Here at the Beard and Bun show, we don't always have to be comedic relief or random facts. We can give you a little bit of uh sincerity. <laughs>
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh so Okay, so you got off the football team by bad decisions and yeah then, took a year off of college. So then after that. Okay, so you didn't go to school anymore?
0: Yeah, I took a year off. So um, how did you
1: how did you get out of like that darkness, like that dark scene, that, um, what obviously something changed I,
0: short. I'll give you short testimony. Cause I mean, I, I've, I've literally had to share this testimony at like conferences and stuff with the schools and stuff I used to work at. So mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's, there, I can make this stretch an hour if I need to, but I'm not. So, I mean, long story short, I was struggling hardcore. Uh, I mean, there was nights to where like I was going out partying and going to school the next day, took a year off. I thought it would clear my mind a little bit, work on me, just go to work. You know, I, I moved out when I was 18. I lived on my own. My parents, uh, I was, I mean, literally uh, just an example of how bad it was. On my midterm exams in college, I got so messed up. I literally had to get dropped off at school. I had a 6.50 a.m. exam. I got dropped off at 6.45. I was still hammered. I was still high. I go in there on my Scantron, on my, on my bubble sheet, and mm-hmm. it, I literally – Said I'm too effed up to do this. I bubbled that in, and I walked out. Um, fortunately, uh, shout out Miss Josie. We still have a good relationship. Um, she let me come in and redo that. Uh, she knew I was struggling. She knew she was one of the few professors I had at MTSU that actually cared and would like try to help me. It's amazing um, how
1: just one or two good people right. in a hard time yeah. can. Am- Can can change things so immensely like that.
0: Well, what sucked is my birthday kind of falls around spring break, too. So, like, that was a double whammy, too. But she, like, said, come back in a week. Let's do this again. So, she let me do it again, and I did fine. But, like, so, there was one day I was in school, and I had obviously been raging. I have been struggling. I come home to my apartment. I lived at the Grove. Come home to my apartment, and my parents, like, my key didn't work. Mm -hmm. Uh, My parents had completely... Moved all my stuff out. How long had um, you been gone? I'd just been at school all day. They knew my class schedule. So they did this deliberately in one day. And, they planned and they, it. They got a U-Haul, got everything. They hired a company, and they said, got to get it out. Whoa. Uh, they paid them extra to move fast. Um, I was living with two of my good friends, Monty and Ebel, at the time, and they were like, what the heck's happening? They ended up getting a random roommate because of this. Um, my parents paid off my portion of the lease, moved me home, and I mean... I didn't understand why I got home. I was so pissed, like, Mm -hmm. like things didn't happen. Like I didn't have none of my drugs. I didn't have none of my stuff. Like it all was left there. My parents trashed it all. Um, so I get home and like, there's a six month period from like, well, I, I say six. It's probably, yeah, it's about six from, from about March to August. Um, I'm living at home and I'm still doing the same things, but it's just a little bit more like dangerous now. So instead of just doing it at my apartment, like, I'm going places. Like, I'm going to my old apartment. I'm going to, like, people's houses. Mm-hmm. I'm doing stuff. I'm going out and raging and doing all this stupid shit, to be honest. And uh, I'm putting more people at risk. <laughs> like, right. I mean, there's one night that I'm, I'm literally driving home. Like, and I don't condone this by no means. Like, be be smart. I'm just telling a story. I'm driving home. I mean, and I'm I'm hammered. Mm -hmm. uh my buddy jonathan barnes in the back seat uh, my friend uh megan moore is in the front seat and i'm driving home i get pulled over and like i pass this dui test somehow they didn't breathalyze me they did the whole finger and walk straight line and i had a buddy Uh, not gonna mention his name for the sake of this but he got a dui the week before and like we had been messing around and just like practicing dui stuff like that's how bad it was Mm -hmm. and uh like I passed that, I remember Megan's mom having to come pick me up off side of the road. The cop still is like, "I know you're messed up, but you passed everything, so I can't breathalyze you." So just so said, like yeah, someone's drive, got to, he's like, "Someone's gonna come pick you up." So Megan's mom came pick me up, and thank God, because I would probably I was bad that night. But anyways, we go through a six month stint of like that type of shit, and then August rolls around. My parents put their half a million dollar house up for sale, and they they for some this is on them. Honestly, this is their fault. Uh, okay. they trust me to stay at home this Wait, week. In, in the house? In the house. In, they trust me to stay at home. I mean, I'm 21 years old, but, like, I'm with my two brothers. Like, they trust me. While they're out of town for the week looking for a house in Johnson City, they're mm-hmm. like, hey, we'll be back in a week. I'm like, y'all are so dumb. Like, yeah. y'all cannot be this dumb. There's so many signs saying. So I throw a week-long rager. Week-long. I mean, people were spending the night. I mean, at mm-hmm. one point, we had, like, 40 people that spent the night. Like, it was wild. Like, man, and then, like, one night, we had a buddy that fell through the wall, put a six-foot hole in the wall, te- tore up their hardwood floor. I mean, I probably did over $100,000 of damage to that house. And, I mean, just completely tore that house up. Um, When it was for sale? While it was for sale. Yes. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I learned how to drywall, fix that, learned how to replace floors, did all that. I did all this before <laughs> they got home. I mean, this is crazy stuff. Um, so long story short, so I don't carry on forever, uh, my dad ended up trying to get my head straight, doing some things, uh, told me to get my shit together basically, uh, made me sweat out all the drugs and alcohol, and then like was going to check me into a rehab facility. And then he said, "Nah, you know what? It's not even worth that. You're a waste of money at this point." And then, like something, you know, like when your parents say they're like disappointed in you, mm-hmm. like that hits harder than them just talking mad shit. Like, oh yeah. So, like when he said, "I'm just a waste," like at that moment, I was like, "What? What did that mean?" Do you think he believed that, or do you think that was a? No, at that point, I think he probably believed it. I was that bad. I was in a bad, bad place. Um, like he had moved me back home. He had tried everything. Like. At that point, he didn't think. He thought, I, I, I'm i just a wash. That's it. It's over. Um, Long story short, ended up, I don't know, that, that line registered in my head, in my head, in my head. My brothers defended the hell out of me. I mean, they they did great to help me out through that. Shout out to them for that. But, like, after that, like, it went from, like, a month that, like, I was struggling because, like, I, I quit drinking for a little bit. I stopped doing drugs as a whole. Um, but I had nothing then. So my brain is like Mm -hmm. everything at once now. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm going through all this process. Uh, I had a buddy of mine that worked at Zaxby's, believe it or not. Uh, that said, Hey, I got this girl I need to introduce to. And I, I never wanted to get married or have kids. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've said that. Um, I was like, whatever, dude, I just, whatever. Um, I go in there. And, like, I'm wearing the biggest douchebag shirt of all time. You know those old Nike shirts that had, like, phrases on them? Yeah. So I'm wearing one that says model or athlete. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm wearing a Nike shirt that says (laughs) model or athlete on it. So I'm a big-ass douchebag at this point. So I walk into the Zaxby's, and then, like, my buddy I was with, Jordan uh, Edwards, he said, hey, that's the girl at the counter. And I'm like, I don't care, bro. Like, it was me, Jordan Edwards, Jonathan Barden, and Brandon Pierce. And I was like, I don't care, bro. He's like, but that's the one. I was like, cool. And he goes, go talk to her. I said, okay. So I go up and talk to her, and I said, hey, I want the uh, six chicken finger plate, large fry, no coleslaw, extra season on the fries, large sweet tea. And I go get my drink. He goes, did you talk to her? I said, yeah, I told her my damn order. <laughs> he goes, dude, that's not cool. Anyways, something happened. Me and this chick became friends on Facebook, and uh, like she made one post. Mad shit talking, Carrie Collins, because he was on the Colts at the time and like was mad, <laughs> or maybe he was on the Titans. I don't know. He was on one of the teams, mad trash talking. And that, to me, like, because I was such a football fan, like caught my attention. It was the first ever female, like, obviously you can look at females and be like, all right, she's pretty, da 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 but it was the first ever one that caught my attention, like, from a bigger perspective. Sure. Um,
1: you had something in common that you hadn't had before.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't even the commonality. Like, there's females that like football. There was just something about the way it was worded. Like, it's not like she just watched football. She knew it. Right. And I was like, wait a minute. So I said something back. (laughs) And then we just started small talking a little bit. And then, I don't know, she was kind of talking to some other dude at the time or whatever. And I was like, that's cool. That's fine. Like, I'm not trying to interrupt that. Because I wasn't a bad person like that. Like, I wasn't going to be an ass. But, like, at the same time, like, I was interested. Well, long story short, she said, are you serious about relationships? And I said, not really. And then she goes, okay, that's all I needed to know. I said, but with you, I could be. And then, like, ever since then, it, like, took off. She caught it off with the other dude. And then, like, six months later, like, well, we ended up dating, like, a month later, becoming official. And then, like, six months later, like, I gave my life to the Lord because of her. Like, I don't know. And then that's, like, how I met you because it was your sister the whole time. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um man zaxby's
0: zaxby's we go there every time every every year on september uh 23rd we go there every year because that's when we started dating officially so we go to zaxby's every september 23rd and i order this
1: friday or yeah that's coming up this week it's coming up
0: yeah so we'll get zaxby's this week that might be the day this episode (laughs) comes out man it is (laughs) (laughs) so i'll be eating some zaxby's listening to this and like but yeah, so that's that's kind Thinking of how, about my how life changed.
1: How good life actually can be, right? It, it's, it's
0: much better. Like, yeah. And I, I mean, shout out to her. I mean, she literally changed my life. There was nobody on earth. I mean, I mean, it was a godsend. She she changed my life. Uh, I mean, I got saved at your parents' kitchen table. <laughs> that's awesome. uh, you know,
1: <laughs> Natalie's. So, uh, Natalie's act. She's had such an impact. She's a different on, like, breed. Ev- everyone, yeah. everyone's life. You know, and um, but you wouldn't know but it. No, you wouldn't know it no, because she doesn't. Yeah. She doesn't really say that much. Yeah, but she's, she does. She's an introvert. She does <laughs> the right things. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's it's amazing. Oh yeah. And when I, I, I I forgot that Jordan was the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I do not yeah. talk
0: to him anymore. Like, I feel like the only like yeah. I mean I'm sure I would if we like met it up with each other or talk like I, we would be cool. But like I feel like the only reason I was ever friends with him was just to meet Natalie. That's God. That's wild. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it is God. Like yeah. God can do that, but I mean it's just wild. God's to think wild, that. man. God's <laughs> Wild. wild. <laughs> He's a wild man. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So that's that. Small testimony. Short testimony. Thanks for sharing that, brother. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, man.
1: Um. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna ask you two more questions. Two more. All right. And uh, I feel like I feel you're not like gonna you. know you, if you all right okay all right <laughs> what is your dream for your life i mean I'm, it's a just process like, for a personally second.
0: like like for example I'm, i feel like i'm already in it like that's great i've got great. a great wife i've got great kids i got everything i want but like are you talking Your about vision. like a, okay? Let's like a call vision. it a vision. All right. So yeah, like what, what I is, would love outside of my wife and kids and family stuff, you know, like mm-hmm. you're you're talking about bigger like outside of that picture I'm right of, there. You're talking about like my personal goals, um, my dreams. I have always, always, always wanted to be my own boss. That's, like, such a big goal of mine, and since January, I've pretty much been my own boss. However, like, you know, I still want to make a long-term thing out of it, Uh, so a dream of mine would be, you know, get this podcast rolling, become viral, be social media famous, you know, get out there in the world, just, I don't know, be able to experience things that, that others couldn't experience, but also, like, with that, like, do good with it, like, like, help others experience uh, it yeah. too. Like if I if I were to get like super rich and like famous or you know viral or whatever you call it these days. I don't know the uh, actual term. But like I don't want to just like do that and like post all the time. Like mm-hmm. I think my so something I've told everyone like my goal is if I get that big like a lot of people will, like post videos or post pictures on Instagram or some social media to make people jealous or whatever. Or not make necessarily make people jealous, but to present but themselves down. present themselves almost fake. What I would rather Absolutely. do is not post it, and take random people from my following to experience those things. Like I, w- I would love that. Like that random a person. Bit with my dream. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you my dream no, yet. No, no. But, but like, the, take this random person right here that's always had the dream of going to hell. Let's just use an example. I'm going to Disney in a couple weeks. Let's use the Disney example. Okay. So if I if I get to the point to where I'm like super rich and somewhat viral or whatever, just super rich. Hell, um, I would love. To just be random like, yo, I'm gonna take care of you and your family. Here's here's ten K, go to Disney. Like that that's a dream of mine. Cause just making people happy like that, yeah, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Like there's that, there's times where I've given away money and stuff on Twitter and stuff like that. And it's just like those people, how thankful they are and what they say and message you back, that fulfills me. Now that
1: that's a dream. <laughs> that that is that's that very much coincides with
0: with my vision at
1: I wasn't expecting to say that at oh, all, yeah, actually, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, I think, okay, my, my second question was going to be why, but I think you kind of went I mean, into the I why. Answered it, I answered yeah. it. Yeah. So, no, so I that's kinda, it. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, there's
0: something about this, like making other people happy that makes you happy. There's a,
1: there's a, uh, a different, you get something when you give and there's, I don't, I don't think there's a word
0: i don't know a word to describe that it's real joy but i'll give you an example okay so for christmas like obviously i i've done well since december Mm -hmm. um financially and there was this mom on twitter that was like constantly like on there just talking she was a great person just chatting it up with us having a good old time uh she didn't actually tweet at us directly. She just had a tweet. She goes, "Well, husband lost her job, our husband lost his job, and now we can't do Christmas this year, but we're so happy and thankful that the Lord has blessed us with health and all this stuff." Like it was very un it was very unselfish what mm-hmm. she tweeted. Like she's like, "Dang, this sucks. It's holiday season, husband lost his job, mm-hmm. whatever." So me and my two buddies I run with in this uh, gambling world, uh we both, we all three gave her $500 a piece and she got $1,500 and she immediately like was just like bawling and crying and like saying how thankful she was and she could buy her kids presents and like they could have a normal Christmas and then yeah. her husband's about to start another job in two weeks. Like it's just one of those things, we just kept them upright for the holiday season instead of them having to just be, I don't know, something about that from That's, that moment, like something switched. I want to be able to take care of people. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I mean people who love people oftentimes reach a certain level of I'm not going to call it fame, right. It you reach a certain level of 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 something that that there's no other way to get there. Like yeah. like you know Mother Teresa <laughs> was she's an yeah. icon. Yeah. Not because of like the financial ability, but like, it's just, it's just an example of like people that care for other people, they get remembered because people don't remember, you know what you said. People don't remember the things you give them, but people remember the way you make them feel. And, and even if, whether that's monetary and you give them money or whether that's just actually just sitting down and listening to them and, and hearing them, because there's a difference in listening and hearing. Um, that goes so much further than than anything so, like your yeah. pocketbook or or like giving someone a car, like which which those things are great and right, that's right, that's right. important. But well, but it's genuinely that, showing yeah. that you love other humans is, to, and this world's forgot about that these to days. To me,
0: there's a uh, there's always been something I've said, and it's from Harry Potter, and you know how he's called the Boy Who Lived, mm-hmm. and like everybody's like that's the Boy Who Lived, whatever Voldemort voice, <laughs> mm-hmm. um. I think it would be so cool to go down as the boy who cared like just enough to like that's good. I just want people to know that I cared enough about them in a season to where I could help them. I think I'm starting to witness those things. I mean, through teaching and coaching, like there's people that still to this day beg me to come back and work at the school, Mm -hmm. uh, whatever school I was at, like because I've made that type of impact. But I just want people to know how much I cared. Even if it's not like money, Mm -hmm. maybe it's just me listening. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's me helping you move. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I just want to be that guy that always cared and helped others when they needed it. Uh, Because I've been in shitty situations. And if I had one person in that shitty situation that just cared just a little,
1: like that professor,
0: like that professor that, that helped her me on name? that exam, Miss Josie. Yeah, uh, I mean that you'll never yeah, forget her. But like, or Coach Field, um, like people like that. But like, you have people in your life that make impacts, and if you have one person in your life that can make an impact, that can that it will literally change everything. Um, There's a ripple effect too. It is once you hit
1: someone's heartstrings, and and if they're able to to eventually make some form of change, then there's no telling how many people that person's going to impact. And then, then the next person that they impact is going to impact another. Absolutely. And then you don't know who the next, like, you know. And then. And then.
0: <laughs> and then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally cool. We got off on a, on a, on a good little talk yeah, here. I, mean, I wasn't expecting it to get that good, but nah. thanks for sharing some of that harder stuff, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. Uh, think- so
0: the cool part is, though, is like you get to a point in life where were those dark areas in your life yes but like i'm so able to share those things now Mm -hmm. because of the willing like in my mind the will to share that is also the will to help somebody else Mm -hmm. maybe someone's not willing to open up and talk to you verbally Mm -hmm. maybe someone's not gonna just come out and tell you everything that's going on in their life but if they hear somebody else doing it and they hear someone else that's struggled or they hear somebody that's gone through these same type of things they know they're not alone at least so that helps And that's powerful. Yeah. Well, that helps growth alone. So I mean, this may have touched somebody today and I may never know it. And that's completely fine by me. But as long as they know that I cared enough to share. <laughs> yeah. And and Absolutely. I care enough about them to know, that's all that matters to me. So But yeah. It's good, man. Thanks that's for good. answering all my <laughs> questions. I know you yeah. had no idea what I was about no, to say. But. No, I was like, Okay, what kind of funny quote? <laughs> <laughs> How many penises does a giraffe have? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what he was gonna ask me, really, but uh, yeah, it was serious. Well, it it's was important. Serious. I want
1: people to get to know us. You
0: Why know? so serious?
1: There you go. Joker your nervous ticks again. It's not a nervous tick. There you go. What was that kind of singing? No, that was a quote. You did two quotes and voices and two singings. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's good. I think for that's the a perfect first amount.
0: time. <laughs> okay, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Um All what, right. what are we what are we looking like on time? Oh, oh, we, we went over close. Oh. Well, before we close. <laughs> oh yeah, we've got a giveaway. I gotta I got something to do Do you know exactly you what it is? Yeah, like, I mean like do yeah. you know the letters like so, you to give it on the screen. You're gonna see this picture pop up on the screen, okay? Yeah, you know, somewhere you know, some this maybe maybe this way. Yeah. Let's try this yeah. way. This way. There's gonna be a picture that pops up like by it. Bet MGM, the king of sports books. All right, the king of sports books. This offer is available this Saturday and Sunday for college football and the NFL, and if you want to bet on anything other random. But for new customers, it's thousand dollars free bets. Boom! Put a thousand in, get a thousand back. If you don't lose, lose your money, mm-hmm. and free bets. So hopefully you'll get in on that offer. I'll share the link to this. I'll share a little photo. You can do things. Follow our promo code that goes through this. Click the link on the in the bio. It'll send you directly to where you need to go to get the Bed GM promo. But that promo will help you get everything that you need to get you started.
1: That's a thousand bucks.
0: A thousand bucks. A thousand also, bucks, man. If you need some tips and tidbits on what to do with that thousand, follow me at coach Sean Bell on Twitter. I'll share that there too somewhere. That way you can get it. I'll post my stuff there. You can get in the uh, Discord if you want. Only nine ninety nine a month, but also maybe uh, you can sweet talk me into letting you in for free for a little bit. I don't know, but let's figure those things out. Get in there on the MGM deal. I know it's a great yeah. deal to get started. I mean, who knows? You, I'm gonna put- do that. I'm gonna actually yeah. use that code. I mean, that's what's that. the code? <laughs> I gotta get it. I gotta. It's a link. You just click the link. It's under code. You just okay, click the link. Okay. Yeah. 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 But that right there. If you there, think that's cool, <laughs>
1: if you think that's cool, and you should, because it's a thousand free freaking dollars. Yeah. Jeez Louise, you need to uh, freaking share this. Also the, share it. Yeah, share Just share this.
0: Comment on this. You know, comment if on this more video. Comment on this video. Share these posts. Do all that. This is exclusive to the Beard and Bun Show. This promo this week. Uh, got this through our sponsors at MGM, and I can say that because they sponsor me. Um. But, yeah, so get in there. It's an opportunity. Who knows? Maybe you're a fan of a certain team and you want to put a thousand bandos on them. Who knows? Don't don't put on the Raiders because they <laughs> haven't been doing too good. <laughs> no, nah, there's some safe bets. There's some things out there. There's some good knowledgeable people in the uh, gambling community that you can follow as well to get some advice if you don't know. Um, reach out to me and I'll shoot you some, some picks. i also tell you the people that you should look into. There's some great people in this community. But, yeah, let's get you started. Let's get you rolling. MGM, here we go. Let's ride. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm the beard. I'm the bun. Stay classy. Subscribe now.